0: It's your host, Jordan McCook, coming to you guys live for another segment of the McCook & Co. Radio Show. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. I, I remember What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jordan McCook, back again for another segment. Excited, man. We got none other than my favorite brand band of S.A. Top Shelf, man. How y'all doing today?
1: Yo, yo, yo we good, man. Doing, doing good, doing
0: good, man. doing good. It's so good to have y'all here, man. We got two of the five members Um what we got we got John Stevens and Derrick Henry Hendry. Am I saying that right? Yes. Hendry here today, <laughs> man. Uh there Derek plays the drums. John plays keys, and you sing a little bit. You do a little bit of uh, vocals yeah. as well, man. Um, and we missing some members, man. Who else we got in the band?
1: Uh, Alan Golden Jr. is our bass player. Yeah, uh, Ryan Hainsworth, our guitar player.
0: Young Shane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what we call him. We call him Young Shane. Yeah. And, uh, okay. and uh, Kevin Davidson, our sax player. Oh, yes. That's what's
0: up, man. Like, right. like I said, man, we have... Um, man musicians here man have been killing all over the city uh joining me in the studio today man i'm excited to have y'all man um it's a it's a it's an honor to be sitting here uh have y'all on the show because like i said y'all are talented bro y'all are rocking out stages uh everywhere you know what i'm saying i heard a lot about y'all hit you up john i was like yo we gotta have y'all in the studio (laughs) uh and the people man the people want to hear a little bit about top shelf uh what y'all got going on uh where y'all gonna be next next projects all that kind of stuff so uh, man we here today so tell me a little bit about uh Top Shelf man why why the name Top Shelf where did that come from
1: Uh honestly man it just was uh it was a random idea I had Okay <laughs> it was a random idea Sure was Uh <laughs> guy uh, by the name of Derek Wilson who's a part of uh, Power Factor Entertainment here uh he hit me up and was like man I'm trying to do uh like a live music venue I want to do I want to bring something different to the city and uh, he hit me up and I said man you know uh I see what I can do. I don't know anybody, but right. you know, I see what I can do because uh, I did a lot of that back home too in Cleveland. I had my own band. We played downtown. You know, pretty much what we're doing now. So right. uh, our debut night was a uh, the, the very same debut night as uh, Lions Day in here. That so that was March of 2015. Okay, and uh, we've been rocking ever since, man.
0: Dang, that's what's up. So are you are you like the leader? I mean, every good group has a has a good leader. Are you like the leader of the group
1: or? I mean, who is it? I don't consider myself the leader. Right. He's the leader. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's the leader. Say I really it. don't. I'm it. not. I'm, I'm really not. I got I'm video not. rolling. That's fine.
0: <laughs> John's the leader. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. All right. And uh, Derek you kind of you kind of his right hand man or how y'all do that man when y'all when y'all are doing shows or y'all I mean everybody plays their part everybody plays their role
2: Yes everybody yeah. plays their part everybody plays their role man um you know I'm just a drummer you know, Okay I make that happen book the gigs make it happen make everybody happy Smart of the drummer Yeah
0: whatever Man let me tell you I man if y'all don't know man the, this guy, I mean these guys have been on um what was it good morning great day SA what was it
1: yeah, um, good we, morning uh, we've been in, we've been uh invited to great day SA twice um And that's really about it, man. When we played across the country... yeah, we did we a had. show in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's real. Yeah. We've arrived. Yeah,
0: all the way across the country, man. Y'all look phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so, how, I mean, how did the how did the group uh, originate? Putting these pieces together, man. As far as this this sound, uh, knowing who was supposed to be where. I mean, is it just okay? We got really great musicians, and let's all come together. Or, I mean, was it some you know strategy behind piecing every musician in this group together?
1: <clears throat> all right, now here's where it gets real. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, me being new uh, at the time I really didn't know anybody else outside of the church that I was attending at the time Okay. so when uh, Derek approached me my first mindset was okay I gotta get guys that first of all I know and then I know that could play and um, Ryan and Alan we all played at the same church at at that time and uh, our old drummer Greg so I just was like yo uh, I just got asked to do this Right. you know let's see what happens and it's been love ever since, man. It's been a day. whole whole yeah.
0: production. What was what is uh cover charge or, or what is the the album that you guys just released? What what is that called?
1: Uh Cover Charge, yeah. Cover Charge.
0: Okay, yeah. when did that release?
1: Uh July third of last year. Yeah. July third. Yeah man, that's
0: what's up, man. I, I see y'all performing. Uh Lions Den uh, Nirvana. What what is that whole deal? How did y'all get that whole gig going on?
1: Well, uh, like I said earlier, the guy, uh, Derek Wilson, who's a part of Power Factor, they uh actually put on Lions Den. Okay. So Lions Den is, is an event in the city that happens every third Sunday. Okay. Uh, and we started off as the house band for the that. The house band, yeah. Okay. so that's how I mean like both parties kinda like came up together, you okay. know. So we, we were the house band for that. Uh, I played in Shang, you know, of course, we did our thing. Right. And it just kind of took on a, a life of itself because people would, you know, kind of say, OK, well, I'm going to Lions Den. I'm going to hear top shelf. Right. You know, so it just like I said, it really took on a life of its own and it, it really got bigger than we ever thought it would be. Right. OK. Know?
0: Yeah. And that's that's dope, man. I mean coming from being just a house band to mm. now you have a household name as top show yeah. people are coming they want to hear top you know six. uh d-rick on the drums yeah. and john you know singing yeah. a little bit a little high notes and so yeah. what what uh <laughs> a little
1: <high> notes. What, <laughs> what differentiates
0: you guys man as a, as a group man i know there's many bands within the city i mean you have you guys have alan golden jr on bass uh, i mean uh, kevin davidson who's killing it on on the sax man out of uh, San Marcos. marcus mm-hmm. um what, I mean, what's different about you guys where people want to come and hear Top Shelf?
2: You want to answer that, man? I think it's really our personality. Okay. You know, I think when it really boils down, um, everybody kind of plays their part well. I mean, we're entertaining bunch to watch. Right. You know, when we get to those, you know, we put a lot of work in. You know, I don't want y'all to think that it's just something that we just pop up and do, but we do a lot of work behind the scenes, and when you see us live, you know, we kind of reap the benefits of that hard work. So, you know, you got... You know, fun, you got emotions, um, you got great energy, good vibes, man. And I mean, it's real love. Like, you can see that we're pouring out, like, a great amount of love, and I think that's what we all have in common. Yeah. Right. You know, I love playing drums just as much as he loved playing keys and singing, and so that's why it works. Right.
0: How did you guys get your start uh, as far as, like, music is concerned? Like, uh, John, how did you start playing keys and singing?
1: I've been singing since I was about four or five years old in church. I got a picture of that, too. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. In your house, there's a picture of you looking crazy. Let's look at Singing. it.
0: Singing. About four or five years old. Nah. He the,
1: big, the biggest smile ever. You know that's... Go to his Instagram. Uh, it's on his Instagram page. You think I'm like... Uh, that's one of them. Uh, and then I, I, a lot of people don't believe this when I tell them this. I didn't start <clears> playing <throat> piano until I was 19 years old. Wow. Wow. I, I just kind of sat down... Like it, it just happened, right? It just happened, and I was like, "Okay, let me see what I can do with this." You know, what note turned into a chord? A chord turned into a song, and right? It just it went on from there.
0: That's what's up, Derek. How long you
2: been playing? Oh man, I've been playing drums for about twenty
1: seven years. <laughs> I don't have a story like John. I was
2: Nineteen? <clears throat> no, no, no. Started playing when I was like nine months. Right. No. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing drums for a long time. I actually started playing keys first. Wow. You know, because everybody else wanted to play drums, so I was like, let me be different. I was always that guy. I just wanted to be different. And so uh, went back into it, fell in love with drums, and still doing it now. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Man, that's what's up, bro. Anybody that follows McCook & Co., man, our our slogan is an outward expression of an inward greatness. And we know that a lot of great musicians... um, have church or religious backgrounds you know they started all playing in the church started all playing for you know their home church or wherever it may be and then uh later on venture off and we know that you guys have gotten a good start being in uh in church and now have transitioned into playing in um, I would say event centers, uh clubs and, and <laughs> <The>
2: event centers. <laughs> well, wow. come on, on even
0: clubs and all that kind of stuff, man. So, how do you guys transition from playing in a church to performing uh live in a in a club, man? What is that what does that transition look who, like? Who, do you feel like you guys get judged because of that as a group?
1: Who want to take that question, though? I'll take it.
2: <laughs> Go for it, dear. <laughs> um Once again, it goes back to the love. Like it's not that I'm doing it for any other reason, but that's I'm just expressing my passion, my love for what I've what I've been called to do. I think at the end of the day, uh, just like music is uh, received in church and it makes you feel a certain way emotionally, same thing in the venue. You know, you got people coming in here that just need a like an expression, like from 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 people that really love what's going on. I mean, I, I can say this. You know, we don't, I don't know how many. Marriages we probably saved or put some stuff back together just because we were in that place at that time where they needed some type of healing. And so you really got to look at it from the perspective of I'm not doing this selfishly, but I'm doing this with everything I got and I believe I was called to do it. So, you know, whether people judge me or not, that's cool. Yeah. But I'm just saying at the end of the day, you know, know know my reason for doing what I do. Right. You know, I I play just as passionately anywhere I go because this is what I believe I was called to do. Yes, sir.
1: What about you, John? Yeah, I'm gonna be the devil's
2: advocate. Yeah, I wanna hear okay.
0: that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh I I personally, uh, like I said, I started playing at at a late age. I'm thirty one. Okay. Uh so I did I didn't have the luxury, uh, like a lot of my friends, to say, okay, I started playing out in church and, you know, have that that grounding. Right. I've been, you know, I've been singing forever, but I grew up singing gospel, uh, classical, right. you know, like all that stuff. So right. Of course, anybody that knows me and I guess has had a chance to hear me knows that I love God. Cause right. it, it just it just like it shows up everywhere I go, you know. Um, but to differentiate uh I guess gospel music, church music, religious music with secular music, um I like D said, it's a passion of mine. Right. You know, I'm not the guy that said, Oh, I'm not gonna do this here or do that there, because I, I love music. Right. You know, my life would not be what it is today if it was not for music. But this is also my profession. Awesome. So I can't I can't say, oh, I'm not going to do this because it's Jesus music and not do this because you don't believe in it. This is what I do. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I still have my personal standards and my morals that I'm always uphold. Right. Like I'm not going to be in the club singing about, you know, doing all this crazy stuff and then get up in church and saying, you know, I love the Lord. You're in my cry. Right, That's just exactly. me. That's my personal conviction. Okay. But this is my profession. So I need to, you know, operate and carry myself as such.
0: And I know, I know a lot of musicians get a bad rep, um, you know, because they are passionate about the music itself and it doesn't matter where I'm playing. I don't care if I'm in church, you know what I mean? I'm passionate about the music. Mm-hmm. Now, would it be more of like the content that is, is, corrupt that would cause you not to go play in this club or something. I
1: definitely agree with that.
0: So you wouldn't so you would not play in a club, you know, if they were playing, you know, if they were like, yo, uh I mean promoting I mean because obviously there's righteousness, unrighteousness. Most you definitely. know what I mean? And so there's Most gonna be definitely. music that's gonna promote promiscuity, uh fornication, <laughs> adultery, you know, uh I could take your girl, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, John, sing this, sing this song. And then that Saturday night and then Sunday morning, it's like, yeah. you know, sing praises and, to the most high.
1: And see, they'll tell you, I don't do stuff like that. Right. Like if if a song go too far, I'd be like, yo, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not totally doing same. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. yo, let's let's switch it out. You know, I I just believe in having standards. Right. You know, there's no way that you can well, I'm not gonna say nobody's there's no way that I would feel comfortable singing um, like something off of R. Kelly twelve play. Okay. <laughs> and then having to get up and, right. you know, and leave worship. That's just me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I feel you. And we have a little clip, man, of of you guys, man. Uh, I mean, you guys rock it out, man. If we can run that clip, man, I want to hear a little bit about what y'all do. All Make my heart beat. no one else. You're all I
2: need. to
0: me love everything
1: but you Man, y'all <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Y'all look dope, bro. Like I like the mix. I like the way y'all did that, bro. That's man phenomenal. Who put that one together? John. John does everything. John John, John, John Stevens, remember the name. That's the guy. Keys that's, and that's vocals That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> man, y'all look phenomenal, bro. So what's thing what's one thing you want people to receive when listening to Top Shelf? whether y'all alive uh, the the album uh cover charge what's one thing y'all want people to to receive when they hear y'all's music
1: Um, uh, keyword uh for me is uh, authenticity okay uh when we do our shows uh we really try to stay true to the music and also stay true to who we are right. uh, our personalities our own personal musicianship uh and then also as we uh excuse me as a band mm-hmm. you know we don't want to try to sound like anybody else. Exactly. We don't want to perform like anybody else. We we do what we do, and there's a lot of magic moments in us doing what we do. Right. You know. So that's what I would say. Um, anybody that hears us knows us personally, uh, individually, and collectively as a band. I think that that's the thing that they walk away with. Everybody says, "Man, y'all top shelf." Man, y'all. You did this when you was playing it. We seen right. him react yep. like this. You exactly. know, it's just that thing. You know, we're we very authentic, and genuine. Yeah. in what we do,
0: man. And I mean, I, I think that's the best part, bro. I mean, even for me being a barber, you know, the thing that separates me from every other barber is just that personality. Mm-hmm. There can only be one you. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you guys aren't afraid. Y'all aren't trying to be the next Aaron Spears. You're not trying to be the next, you know, whoever whoever's on the keys, right. John Legend, or whoever it may be. I don't know. You're not trying to be <laughs> that guy. You're just being who you are, bro. And that's what we promote, man, here on this radio show. That's we right promote authentic, just real people. And and you guys have an awesome following. People, I mean, y'all are getting booked, like you said, all across the country mm-hmm. just from using, you know, the gift that God has uh, giving you, uh, the thing that makes you unique and that's being y'all. You if know, I'm there's right. nobody that can duplicate uh, Derrick on the drums with the crazy faces, the swinging of the dreads. Um, <laughs> I mean, throwing sticks. I don't know what you do, man. Whatever you do, whatever it takes,
2: <laughs> whatever, it takes. <laughs> whatever,
0: it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes, man. Get you that sound, bro. And y'all are authentic, man. Y'all have y'all's. Um, person uh personalities characteristics outside of uh instruments. Yeah. I know you guys have uh, uh opinions on a lot of stuff I see Derek disrespecting me in the studio today with a Spurs hat on. Here we go uh, but Let's I mean go. you know it's I mean it is Let's what go. it is Let's man. Disrespectful. <laughs> I love the city of San Antonio man y'all are top shelf SA but uh you know all credit to the LA Lakers you know, we haven't been doing so
2: good. I got a Lakers hat, too. I got a Lakers hat. Too. So
0: you're a Lakers fan? Uh, the, the two, I like both, man. But you can't like both, man. Oh, no, that's your opinion. Be hot or cold. Hey, well, I'm going to be warm. Put them together. We on them a cooking cold radio show. You got to be hot or cold, no, no. man.
2: I'm going to put them both together We they to, call it warm.
0: Next time you come here <laughs> with an L.A. hat, I want purple and gold. You see what I'm saying? I'm
2: gonna wear it every time you see me you now. And get a Spurs hat <laughs> every time, man. You are not being w- invited. I would have the LA hat on and I'll take it off. There go.
0: Hey,
1: man, look. Hey, what's buddy, your, what's your NBA team, John? You watch? You watch? Watch sports? Well, seeing that I'm from the great city of Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, okay. sir. Here we go. You okay. already know. Here we go. Come I, on, I, man. I heavily applaud my Cleveland Cavaliers. All right,
0: they get some applause, man. Not LeBron fact, when they won, we was at the hit.
1: Funny story. I want to hear. It. You Funny story. Let's hear it. So uh I grew up in Akron and LeBron is also from Akron. AK Ron. Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. I know about it. So the night of the championship game, we was on stage, and of course I'm like, man, I can't watch the game, whatever. Right. So I look up, they got the game on. It's like the last, what, 40 seconds or yeah, something? Last 40 seconds. I'm playing. Right. I just happen to turn <laughs> and I see that like we was about to win. Right. What did I do? Huh he wasn't playing keys anymore I, say
2: that. <laughs> I, I got up got up all the completely way. left the club wow <laughs> got on his phone it was like, like calling everybody back home like wow. yo we did that like now i in the middle of the gig bro
0: <laughs> and so you so you stopped playing keys to yeah, uh, uh to put come, off for lebron yeah i, I mean i probably would have did the same thing man had it been kobe bro i mean when, when they won back-to-back uh titles what 2009 2010 I think I was running through the streets like crying. Like I was like, man, Kobe is is phenomenal, man. Now yeah. I gotta ask you this question, man. All right. And this is just this is just straight basketball. All right. Okay. Kobe, you a Laker fan, man? So I'm expecting you to be on my side, dear. Or LeBron. I'm
1: going with LeBron. Oh my God. I'm going with LeBron.
0: And I'm, i mean, I mean, we being real here now. This is the. This is the show. This is I mean, from the is heart.
1: It, is it like fresh
2: Kobe? Like Kobe in this prime? Exactly. Yeah, oh, prime. Oh, prime, so Kobe. Oh, prime.
1: Prime Kobe. Oh, yeah. Kobe prime Kobe. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. I got. When? I got to go. I love respect. I get some slack. But yeah. That's what
0: I'm talking that's about, sweet. man. That, that's what I like. I like truth. I like y'all to be yeah. honest, man. There's some people that came in here, man, and just you know. I heard people say Tim Duncan oh, better okay. than Kobe.
2: Right. He's just Mr. Fundamental.
0: Come, I mean, talk that's about it, man. We got some people, you know, my camera guy. Talking about oh, Tim Duncan better than Kobe, oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? He brought you, in. And, you know, I mean, he brought you in in the show. Nah, hey. <laughs> um. but you know, <laughs> I respect. Be. I respect you know <laughs> Cleveland. I respect uh, Tim Duncan. I respect. He said he need a mic. No, we can't give you a mic.
1: Man. <laughs> oh, we can't
0: give you a mic. But you know, I respect him, man. L A Lakers all day, man. Anybody that listens to the show knows that we respect. We respect the Spurs, man. So you not you know you're not, you know you have you're you're yeah, not you have to you not a hundred percent disrespecting me with the hat, but I mean, it is what it is. So all y'all listening out there, just know, you know what I'm saying? When you come to the studio... Don't wear any Spurs gear. I saw some Slam Dunkin' O's. Did y'all see those? No. Slam Dunkin' O's. Tim Duncan got a new cereal. Yeah, cereal. Uh, you ain't seen it yet. Let's no, to cereal. man. Look, I gotta get that to it's the show. Slam, and they say it's. it's they say the it show. tastes. Um, no, no. You gotta get those to the show. I'm not bringing those here. Next time I come back, look at John's face. John Slam Dunkin' O's. <laughs>
2: it's going down. Slam Dunkin' O's, bro, and they like. And I know they
1: had H E B.
2: They had H-E-B. B. H E B. Let's go to Central I Market after this. Is and they,
1: they,
2: <laughs> this I, I spent so many dollars on a box.
0: Fox. They're I selling know. out too, man. They like Cheerios and like Cocoa Pebbles, like, mix. Yeah, with Tim Duncan on the front, like, smiling. Are you serious? I mean, I have nothing against them. I heard they're pretty good, but I'm not buying any Slam Dunkin' O's. I'll
2: buy you some. <laughs> <laughs> when you come back, just hit me up. Man. I got you. We can, we can go have breakfast. You know what?
0: I'm, I'm not, not even getting that, into it, dog. Man, listen. So, as a group... You know, every good group, man, gets into these feuds. Y'all have any feuds while y'all on stage, <laughs> You're behind seas, any, any, Do you know, uh, uh, any Do fights? It. I mean, <coughs> Yo. Alan getting into Orion's. you know.
2: Ryan doesn't get in with anybody. He's Ryan's just a guy. quiet He's guy. He's like, okay, whatever.
0: So who gets into it the most?
2: Uh, Really, John gets into it everybody because he can hear everything. Right. So John be like, oh, no, you missed that B flat. <laughs> What? Uh, <laughs> right. You, you was breathing too hard. You, we heard it. What? <laughs> what? No. Go ahead, John. No. John knows I'm not Tell it like it is, Tell John. Tell the truth, John. Yeah, let the people know.
1: We haven't had any like major feuds to where like we know we' about to fight and cuss folks out. Now, no, I don't do that. I do hear everything. Right. So if something is wrong, <laughs> if something is wrong, I'm just by nature gonna be like, no, that's not right. Right. <laughs> and now we've had a few instances where people have tried well, to, challenge, to challenge you. Oh! And I'm just like, yo, come on, man. It's, well,
0: who was it? I want to hear about it. Allen. Yeah, Allen, it had to be Allen. I knew it was Alan. A <laughs>
1: little youngster. Allen's like my little brother, so we already have like a you know like a brotherly type of feud going on, man. He tried to challenge. No, man, this is what you... I'm like, no, this is not what I taught you. We probably went on for like 20 minutes. Wow. 20 minutes of yeah. my life.
0: Allen Golden Jr. That's yeah. the golden boy, man. Allen's everywhere. Just getting back from Cali, playing bass up there, man. Allen is
1: like... Alan, he's on fire, man. Man, he's Literally. that dude, bro. He's on fire. He's Literally on fire, on fire
0: bro. I believe he could play like... I mean, backwards if he had to. Mm-hmm. Upside down. He would. He would do it. I yeah, do, Alan, man. And Alan's young. Alan's what, 21? 21, mm-hmm. 20, 21, 22. 21. The, what is he, the youngest in the group? Yep. The youngest in the yep. group, man. Traveling the country, man, playing bass. Yes, and, that, and that's what I'm amazed by, man. The way y'all piece this group together. If y'all, be, all y'all listening out there, need a group to. Play at your next event. I don't care if it's a quinceanera, a, a, a wedding, a, a birthday party, everything, uh, a church event, Whatever. anything y'all want to do, a graduation party. Man, top shelf essay. They've been on great day essay, rocking out stages <laughs> all across the nation, all across the country. Uh, led, all led by John Stevens, who has perfect hearing, can hear anything. So if you off pitch, you off key. Because we uh, retract <laughs> that. <laughs> John John is John is that guy. So uh in music man, is it hard to be creative with the new sound that's going on? I mean you have artists like uh we always talk about Chance the Rapper who's intertwining or blurring the line between secular music and gospel music putting on artists like um Byron Cage, um Kirk Franklin. Is it hard to be creative and come up with your own sound? Um a sound that nev- that's never been heard before?
1: No, it's, it's very easy. Really? The challenge is getting it from out of your head to the world because right. a lot of people you know they wrestle with oh well i don't know you know is it gonna sound good right you know and then that that opens a whole nother door of doubt and fear and all that stuff and so a lot of gr- great things get shut down because you you know just don't believe in yourself they'll tell you i'll try anything right like in the heat of the moment i would be like yo stay there right and we'll just <laughs> just rock it out that yeah. way yeah.
0: so who's, yeah. your, who's your who's your uh who's your favorite drummer dear Man. Who you get inspiration I from? Knew this was coming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my favorite drummer, man, is my big brother and my mentor, Chris Coleman. Chris Coleman. Out of yeah. where? Out of San Antonio? No, he's from California. Well, he's actually from uh, Saginaw, Michigan, but he lives in uh, L.A. now. He
0: lives in L.A. Who's he play for?
2: Uh, all the greats, like Shaka Khan. Uh, really, right now, he's doing a lot of stuff for himself. Right. So, like, he's kind of putting his own uh, company together. Uh, which is his global company. It's really, really dope. And what he does is he goes and inspires drummers. And not just drummers, but musicians. He's also a dope bass player. Right. So he just goes out and do clinics and a workshop. And now he's doing this thing called drum camps where they're really, really dope. And so I inspire to do that kind of stuff too where you can kind of brand yourself. Right. And that's going to be the key to the success.
0: That's dope, man. And he mentors you. You know him personally. That's your big brother. Yeah, bro. yeah, I can call him right now. Hey, Chris, what's up, baby? That's the, that's the guy, <laughs> man, playing for people like Shaka Khan, man. You guys are big time. John, what about you, bro?
1: Uh, my favorite piano player, uh, Stevie Wonder. I've never met him. Wow. Uh, and close second is uh, Eddie Brown. Okay. Who plays for Stevie Wonder? Wow. Uh, favorite vocalist. I have, I don't know if I have a favorite vocalist. I kind of take from everybody.
0: Okay. Yeah. Take from everybody, man. We have a a conversation, uh, going on in the shop, comparing two two uh artists, man. I just want to get y'all's input, man. Would you heart rather heart. hear? Here you oh, go, God. Mariah Carey. Okay, you've already Let, lost. Let Let's just say who's a who's a better better <laughs> artist, Mariah Carey or Alicia Keys?
1: Oh wow! Okay. If we're going by stats, uh, Mariah Carey. We're going by sound. I want to what? Okay, sound. Sound.
2: That's hard for me.
1: Altogether just artistry. Okay, like the Kobe, LeBron thing. Prime Mariah Carey all day.
2: Wow. Prime. Her prime, she
1: was dope. Was she? Man, 80s. I mean,
0: even with her just missing her cue on that on... was. That
1: was. No, that we was, said prime. Okay, prime. prime. Okay, prime. 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 Okay,
0: okay, prime, prime, prime. <laughs> around
1: like around the time that you were born.
0: Ninety five. Ninety five. Prime. All right. Mm-hmm. What you got, Derek? Same okay,
2: thing. Yeah, I picked Mariah. I mean, Alicia is a musician to me, so she, she, she has different attributes than Mariah Carey. But I most definitely picked Mariah at her prime. She yeah. was dope. Prime. <laughs>
0: Well, let me tell y'all something. I'm picking Alicia Keys. Okay. Alicia is just—I mean, she's just better. Bum, 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 bum. It's all good, man. Bum hey, that. I appreciate you guys <laughs> tuning in, man. Stay tuned for the second half of the McCook and Co. Radio Show here with Top Shelf. We are Top Shelf. We Chef. Top
1: Shelf. SA.
0: Find y'all on Facebook, YouTube. I mean, you guys are everywhere, man. Stay tuned. Let me say it once more before I go to the hook. This is the radio show of Jordan McCook. Yeah. Ready, set. Don't you, you know we here? It's the Muckel train. Go. And ain't going nowhere. Send. Go. Go. It's Muckel. You got to ready yourself. Subscribe to the expression pretty great thing. It's your host Jordan McCook coming to you guys live for another segment of the McCook and Co. radio show. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. I remember the night Man, listen, before we left for the first half. We were talking about Mariah Carey versus Alicia Keys. <laughs> And I got drilled because McCook Co. was established in 1995. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. I said I was going with Alicia Keys all day. Alicia Keys looked better. She played better. She To me, she sing better. Oh, you know, Alicia Keys just has a—I mean, she, sta- she stopped doing the makeup and the still look good. The show. Take the makeup off Mariah Carey and what she looked
1: like. Mariah Carey. Exactly. Mariah Carey.
0: Look, Nick Cannon, all the, co- man, anyway. That
1: ain't got nothing to do with it though. Look, <laughs>
0: we're here with Top Shelf. Yes. John Stevens, <laughs> Keys, vocal. We got Derek Hendry. Not Henry. We got Derek Hendry. Yes, sir. The drummer, international drummer all over the world, man. Top Shelf. <laughs> this guy. Essay. They chose Alicia Keys, but, I mean, who am I to judge? This is they? Oh, they? I mean, they, I'm sorry, Mariah what? Carey, Mariah Carey. Oh, 32 Mariah. million views on, on Honey. On oh, Honey. Okay, why? Honey. Why Mariah? why Mariah Carey? Just real quick, why Mariah Carey? We're going to get into some other points, but I want
1: to hear this. Stats. Uh, 32 million views on one video. One People video. are singing her songs at graduations. Okay. At, like, uh world renowned functions okay anytime you can walk in a, a ceremony and hear hero right you doing something right hero. people not people not singing uh <laughs> if i ain't got- yeah, people not singing that at no graduations, right?
0: People not doing that. I y'all are musicians, man. I'm just a radio talk show host. Yeah, shillops. man. So in my opinion, I would have picked Alicia Keys, but like you said, you know, I didn't hear Mariah Carey in her prom. I was still yeah, coming prime. out. I was still legit, you know. But she just had a very embarrassing moment it, while she was on stage. So you know, I mean, all that again. kind of stuff plays into her career.
1: And again, so, we mentioned Prime.
0: We oh Prime, we okay. Prime, okay. Prime, okay. Prime. So, brother. prime. Talking about embarrassing moments on stage, man, have you guys as top shelf essay had any embarrassing yeah, yeah, yeah. moments well, on
2: stage, man? Talk about take it.
1: That one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, you know, sometimes you're 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 playing a whole bunch of songs back to back and some songs maybe faster or slower. <laughs> you know, and, and what happens to us is, you know, we we'll get a bunch of like cover songs and We'd be like, hey, man, just listen to them, man. We'd be straight. Right. So we'll get to the gig, and it's like 55 songs on the set. Mind you, I got a lot of songs in my head. Right. You know? And so I look at John, he'd be like, start. I'd be like, I the song card. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I got that confused look on my face like, but it happens, man. I mean, you, you have those brain farts. Right. It happens, you know. It's not that you didn't listen to the song. Yep. But you just said, no, no. I, or, or we might start a song, and we may be in the wrong key or... Two people being two different keys. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like we in B flat. Somebody's in F. No, no, right, no, no, no. Right, right. Start over. Some, somebody's wrong. Take it from the top. Let's try it again. And that he's the he's the king for that. He'll just stop it and be like, no, let's do it. Again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cut it,
0: man. Start all the way over, man. John has an ear, man. He can't he can't mess up. So, man, we need you. You know, at churches. Worldwide, because I just saw a video worldwide. of, of uh, we. we saw, there was a video they put out, man, and they were playing. It was some musicians. Somebody was singing. Ah, oh, what was it, man? It was terrible uh, vocals. I don't. I forgot what song they were singing. I don't know if y'all saw it. It's like, it's all over
2: Facebook
0: this right girl's now. This on fire by any chance. Okay. Man, <laughs> next topic, man. Swallow. When, when's, when's, <laughs> <laughs> when's, top when's y'all next show, man? When, when are y'all putting on y'all's next event? What's going on?
1: Uh, we will be at the Aloft Hotel on February 3rd uh, for uh, the One Radio Jazzed Up Fridays.
0: Man, that's what's up, man. Aloft Hotel, man. Mm-hmm. That is by North Star Mall here in San Antonio. California. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that's where they can. So what's going to what's going to be going on there? I know the one radio uh, always is featuring you know
1: artists and stuff. Yeah, like they, that. Uh, every first and third Friday they do just like a little happy hour mellow type vibe. We play from I think seven to nine. Seven yeah. to nine. Yeah, so it'll be smooth. It's not going to be the turnt up stuff that everybody's used to us doing. It's going to be real smooth, laid back. Right.
0: Okay, back. Okay. It's February third. That's where y'all y'all can find top shelf. S A. Will the whole band be there? No. No.
1: Just be you and dear. No, <laughs> I'll <I'd laughs> actually be, be everybody one. but, but me. Yeah.
2: Oh, you won't be there, man. Where you gonna be at? <laughs> oh man, I got another gig, man. I'm actually getting ready for um what they call this big uh big choir thing going on in the city called Citywide. Okay, and so I'll be actually getting that stuff prepared. So okay, That uh, first rehearsals that day. So that's what's I'll up, be man. In there getting all that stuff together, man.
0: So you won't be getting you won't be getting paid for this gig. They, well, you know, they, they the, Lord, you, they, the Lord
2: does what he needs to do. They'll catch you at the at the at the
0: next one, man. The we next all, one. We're talking about um, you know, y'all's uh I guess um favorite musicians and all that kind of stuff uh coming up in the game. Who do y'all feel like is are the best or who has the best band
1: out right now? It's not really too many bands that's out now. Uh, I personally love Mid Condition.
0: Okay. Where can you find them out of? He, even, I he
2: don't he
1: even. He don't. even know who that know, is. Okay. Yeah, I don't. He too young. For okay.
2: You. Mint
0: condition. Let me Go, know. Google them. <laughs> Mint condition. Who is that?
1: Uh, it's an R and B band. Okay. Yes, I mean a lot of the components that we have, they have. Right. Also, uh, lead singer. Uh, he plays drums also. Incredible
0: drummer. Yeah. And I know you guys are more of r and B neo soul, um you got smooth jazz funk pop mm-hmm. type and but that art that r&b sound or music is being lost man in today's generation a lot of people want to hear just music to lose their mind to you know turn mm-hmm. up music what they call it trap music yeah, nowadays hip-hop yeah. uh even hip-hop culture is changing now um are you do you guys find yourself uh more into the um upbeat hip-hop culture or staying true to the r&b i know a lot of i mean older you know the uh 30s, 40s, 50s are missing that sound, that R&B sound. You guys intend on bringing that back or is it like man, we we following the trends?
1: Yeah.
2: I think I don't necessarily think that we're going to follow the trend, but uh I think uh even right now, I think one of the best records out that's able to kind of do both mm-hmm. is Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Yes the Sir. Record. Shout um, out to Bruno. The thing the thing about him um, is like he really went back and engulfed himself in the '90s, mm-hmm. late '80s, early uh, all the '90s, and came back out with a fresh sound for now. But it's so old school; it's ridiculous. Right. And so I think that you know, I mean, every everybody knows life is like a big circle. Right. So it just repeats itself. Right. So you just got to be ready to jump back on when it's your turn. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, it's just being innovative and being creative. I think you can do both together. Like he merged them both well, mm-hmm. and so I think that's what we're really gonna do. You know, really trying to do is really merge them well and get our get our get our sound out.
0: And that plays into the songwriting process, oh, uh, yeah. John. When you when you writing songs, it's all about. And where do you get that inspiration from, man? I mean, I, I heard y'all talking before we started um, sitting in a dark room and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, you envision a lot of artists, you know, would be sitting in a dark room. And it's like I'm getting this inspiration from somewhere, but where does that come from? With
1: top shelf, uh, honestly, uh, I can't say that I sit up in. Let me channel. Right, right. I can't say I do, that, do that, man. Um, honestly, uh everything has sparked off an idea for me. Right. Like literally. I'll i like uh the clip that y'all played, one in a million. Uh, I sampled a little bit of the Drake and uh a little bit of the Sierra body party. I was like, this is all right, let me see where I can go with this. Right. And then I thought about Aaliyah. I was like, Oh, let me see where I can go with this. And merged on the yeah. Yep.
0: That's what's up, man. So, I, and like, we, like we've talked about, um, just developing that sound, man, or, or where, where it all originates. And we know you guys, like I say, have gotten your start, um, D-Rick, um, in the church and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And so uh, what's the what's the difference between being a Christian artist and an artist that makes, or an artist that's a Christian? You see what I'm saying? Having Christian music mm-hmm. and then an artist that's a Christian. What's the difference for you guys?
1: While he's pondering, see <laughs> uh, a Christian artist is just that, uh, in my view, it is, an, it is an artist who specializes in writing, performing, uh, ministering uh, Christian music that appeals to the Christian, right? Uh, versus an artist who is a Christian, the artist may uh, do jazz, country, blues, bluegrass, uh, trap. Uh, but their heart is still devout toward God, right? Um, do I have pros and cons with both? Yeah, right. Uh, but I know for me, uh, I'm a Christian artist, and I feel I'm also an artist who a is a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I love to sing gospel songs, gospel music, minister to God's people. Uh, but then I don't mind you know hitting a jazz standard or singing some Johnny Taylor, gotcha. or anything like that. Gotcha.
0: I think that I think that's key, man, and the reason. Uh, I bring a lot of artists, musicians on the show is because music shapes a whole generation. You see hip-hop culture dominating, I mean, just society from, I mean, the 70s, I mean, from, uh, what was it, disco, that music, to it changing to like pop lock and to hip-hop, what we have now. was. I mean, it's come a long way even mm-hmm. through the 2000s. But uh, music, I mean, there's a message, there's a movement, there's something that is, a mission that is, um, with every piece of music that's put out there, you see what I'm saying? And so, I know it can be hard as a Christian to stay true to that sound or to mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, I know a lot of people, they don't, they don't want to get away from the gospel music. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people, you know, feel like gospel music is getting played out because it sticks to one sound, the old hymns that you get from way back in the day. I'm talking about, um, the, uh, <coughs> who was it? I mean, back in the day, I mean Donald Lawrence
2: sound or the. Uh, I'm <laughs>
1: trying not to let that's back he, in the day for you. Well, well, I know what you say. Well, what we got? What we got? I back mean in the you day. got you got the Thomas Dorsey, Mahalia Smith. Jackson, Thomas Whitfield. Yeah, I, okay. Like I know what you say. Way back yeah, in the day, you know what I'm saying? James Cleveland. Say? I'm talking.
0: I'm, I guess I'm talking <laughs> about Maddie more Westbrook. the the sound. The you know sound, what I mean? Yeah. And from um you have artists like I mean Kirk Franklin who's I mean it's a whole different sound from what it was back in the day. Um even you know the Shirley Caesars way 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 back and so um right. for me that's way back 95 and so yeah. um is it do you think um it's hard to stay committed to your Christian roots uh, but still remain relevant in you know to all different you know people
2: can I cannot get this one Go ahead. Um, I think this is just me as an artist and a performer I'm challenging myself by becoming that chameleon. And I'm really, truly learning and studying. I mean, you think about it. I'm a studier of music. Right. You know, I want to be that person that knows why was the first drum set just a kick, snare, and a ride? Why? Right. Mm-hmm. In the 1930s, 1920s, when jazz became really, really cool and they started kicking it up, why did it sound like this? And then what, 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 what we have engulfed into now, where it's just you got the full trap set now, you got you know, full horns. Like it would be one piano player, ten people on horns, having a whole big band thing going on, and just the stuff they would write and create. Right. And so you gotta you gotta become a lover of the history of music. I think if you can love the history of music, and you really want to develop to push yourself to a, a different level, like it's it's, it's like a math problem. If I'm trying to get greater at something, let me go back to the basics figure out why they did it that way, let me apply that, and then let me begin to understand it. Because you could play a hymn regular, and some people will be like, oh, that's incredible. But if I'm trying to impress this next generation, I can't just sit around here and play it regular. Like, I have to say, okay, let me go ahead and improvise like this. Why did they improvise like this? Why why did they include a pentatonic scale? Why did they do this certain things at the area they did? it? And so, you know, you, you listen to blues, you know, and you say, well, that's church, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you really listen to blues, it's just church bump. Right. You know, it's that old school church music. That's, they just went from church and they went to the club and they played blues. and right. people was like, wow. this channel. this type. is Yeah. Exactly. But that's all they did. Exactly. So yep. you got to understand that it's not just about me trying to taint who I am as a person. This is just me growing to wow. become better. Wow. You know, this is me saying I'm going to stretch myself. So I'm going to learn how to read this music. Right. You know, I'm going to figure out why that's a F-A-C-E. I'm going to figure out, you know, what's this about? Because I want to become an educator so I can educate the next generation so I can be better at what we're doing.
1: What you got, John? Essentially, I'm just going to be real basic, it's the message. There you go. Uh, The gospel is going to always be the gospel. No matter what beat, what chord you put to it, that message is still going to reach people. The gospel has not changed uh, since 19... 95 right 1975 <laughs> right 2005 2015 now of course right. the sound of music has changed right. but the gospel message is still reaching people gotcha. you know and I think that's where uh a lot of people in society have you know had their their issues because it's not what I used to listen to or what right. I grew up on exactly. you know that music is not going to reach this generation right you know just like if if trap music was around back in 75 like
0: What is that? Exactly. Exactly. You
1: know, but the message is still the same. If you can find Christ and and be inspired, delivered, set free, healed or whatever by the message, then I'm all for however it's going to sound
0: like. Right. And, and I guess that's the, that's the biggest problem is man, you have a lot of artists or musicians who are taking, still in creativity from secular music or secular songs, implementing it into what we call gospel music and, delivering it like a soul is supposed to be saved you see what i'm saying so there's really no fine i mean there's no you know defined uh line that says okay this is i've heard people say you know music is music it's universal you know what i'm saying so it doesn't matter if i'm playing uh, a drake song but put some jesus behind it you know or the gospel message behind it somebody should be saved you know and i don't necessarily agree i think I'll it's hear you. I think hear you. it's a place it's the place you're playing from. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The heart that you're playing from, you mm-hmm. see. And but and see, even in saying that, how do you get an artist who can play in a club, and you know, you put your you put your heart, mind, and soul into that music, whatever it may be. Say mm-hmm. it's body party or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. We know she, whoever made that song, who was it? Who was it? Sierra. Yeah, Sierra. When she made that song, she wasn't thinking about no God or right. Christian or anything like that, or Bible or righteousness, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But then, at the time you're playing it, your heart, mind, and soul is in it. And you're giving it, I mean, everything you got. And so the people are rocking with you all across the stage. But then that same individual who was put their heart, mind and soul into that music Mm -hmm. comes to church. And now you have to change, have a change of heart at that time. And now you're playing. Okay, now it's for the glory of God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. know, And so is is being main being relevant what God has called us to do in today's society as much as it is being holy and being separate?
1: Well, the, the, the standard of holiness has not changed. Right. You know, the Bible says, be ye holy for I am holy. Right. Uh With that, there's a lot of gray areas or blurred lines, if you will, when it comes to musicianship and the duality of, you know, church and secular, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to, you know, take up too much time. No, you got it. Uh what I hit people with, and this is not a defense to say you know I'm right, they're wrong or whatever right That's just like a secular job that's all secular is secular means with without God <laughs> there you that's go. all it means <laughs> right so Preach, preacher. um with that this is the music is my profession Come it on. does not take away uh who I am because i I know god right i I spend a lot of time with God um uh, no doubt now like like I said before what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to put myself in compromising situations. There you go. I'm not going to sing about taking your girl and XYZ right. and then turn around and try to lead people into, into worship. Right. I think that's where lines get blurred because right. some people feel that that's okay. Right. You know. Exactly. The Bible says, how can blessings and cursings come from the same mouth? It, exactly. it just can't happen. Right. And I feel that way uh, in presentation. How can you uh, minister to God's people when you are just, you're not Right, if right. I gonna say that exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying with that with that pure heart. Right, right. So, uh, with with music, I think a lot of people get they're getting they get in their feelings. I'm just gonna be real. A lot of people get in their feelings because uh, you you want this this sanctity and this separation. When, let's be real, you're not gonna turn on no Donnie McClurkin. On your honeymoon,
0: right?
2: Exactly. You, might not. you know, right? We fall down,
1: but we get up. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you. <laughs> it's not gonna be getting played. <laughs> right, no, right, and, right. And, and, you know, just like that's a this, good point. I mean, and you know, okay. and we've heard people say, "I don't want to hear that that bumpy bump and that hip hop in the church." You know, it and flip it. You don't want to hear, um, you don't want to hear no Vicky Yohi um, at Lions Day. <laughs> right. You don't. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a time and a place for for that stuff, right? Um, like I said, it's a lot of great areas, but it just just to be brief, that's just how I feel about that.
0: I think, bro, what what's missing is the create the creative factor. When I hear somebody, okay, just like hip hop, okay, when you hear somebody like, and I'm not not taking any shots at anybody that's watching this. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you hear somebody like Lil Yachty. Or or uh, Lil Wayne's or anybody that's making that kind of music, right? Yeah. Uh, or you hear a Drake, for instance, and then you hear somebody come with a new sound that's like more like uh, what's my man's name, Bryson Tiller, who I mean the the whole trap soul type mm-hmm. music I mean, that's never been heard before. Just that creative, whoa, I've never heard this before, is missing in gospel music, because it's almost like the that creative niche or that creative whatever that is that unique uh, sound. Has always came from the sec secular music. You see what I'm saying, or the beat, or the way the music the music is 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 fast. Help me out. I mean, if I'm if I'm, I
2: don't necessarily or you listen, yeah, I, I don't agree. You, I don't, I don't
0: check agree them, or you, somebody like Molly music who has to change their title to make a certain kind of music. His last song, or what was it called, uh, <coughs> where he I mean he had to change the whole his whole genre to start making a new song or sound about God.
1: Well. Uh, that I'm gonna be real brief. A lot of people don't know. Molly was always doing that. Wow! Like I've, I've been following him since he like really hit the scene, right? Like underground back in like 2007. Right. What he's doing now is just a refined version of what he came in the game doing, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. Uh, another example, Rudy Currents. I don't know if yeah the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing. I don't think creativity is so much lost in gospel music. I think it's overlooked. Ah. Oh. Just like uh, in in uh, in R and B and trap and all that stuff. Now a lot of people. I remember when uh, Drake's first song came out, "Baby, you My Everything." Yeah. People thought that was Lil Wayne. Wow. Yeah. So I think a lot of people they they want to get in that door by using something familiar, right? They they want to reach a broader mass. Gotcha. You know, by using something that people have heard, just like uh, "Don't You Know That I" for a sample to old song, right? Looking, yeah, yeah looking for you. He yeah. sampled an old song to why wow, to reach More a people. broader audience, and it yeah. did exactly. And it, did.
0: it took off. I mean, yeah. it was it was
2: on like the top of the charts. I think it's really boiled down to uh, financing, financial backing. Think about it like this: in the gospel arena, when it comes to money's being spent like that for the new sound and being creative, we have a lack of that. That's We don't true. have we don't have this brotherhood that this world that we this secular world they really have it. To where it's like, I remember when, you know, everybody was on Young Money. Right. You look at mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. Like, all of them dudes came because one dude was like, I got you. I'm going to
0: put you on. I'm yeah. going to put you on. Right. We don't have that. Yeah.
2: Think about it like this. You haven't even tapped into probably half of the minds that are like, these people at their house cooking up this great stuff but they can't put it out because we can't come together. Exactly. If we would come together, you'd say, man, this is some of the most craziest stuff I've ever heard of my life. Right. So it's a lot of stuff that you haven't right. even tapped into. Right. You know, like he said, molly been doing this stuff for years. Right. You know, I remember going to D.C. with Mojo and Molly Music was doing a concert in the dungeon. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, yo, this dude, like, who is this guy? Phenomenal. You know, it's a bunch of people that, you know, BJ the Chicago kid, the same same yes, thing. Sir. BJ been around for years, right. but now he's getting to the point where now he's getting Grammy nominees wow. and all this stuff now. Yeah. But he's been around. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? And so the thing is, you got all this great talented in your local church. Yeah. And if you don't go to that church or your church ain't a big church, you don't people know don't know you. You don't know you. There's right. so many talented people in this city that we would never know or tap into because guess what? They just do their they do they church on Sunday. The rest of the week, they you know doing they at Costco's working, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing is, they don't have that backing that right. that secular world has. Exactly. They don't have that. Hey, man, we got you. So that's the thing about it. So
0: man, that and that's that's huge, bro. I mean, that's the. I mean, that support is is I mean is everything. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah, that's man. why, man, we want to be the beacon, man, to highlight these awesome musicians and artists who are you know putting on great shows and have a great following, man. A uh, new sound. Uh, bring them to the radio, man. Get that publicity, man, yes, that sir. they need, um, because that's what it's all about, bro. That's yeah. what, that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And uh, <clears throat> um, so with with you guys' sound, you guys' music, do you want to be known as a, a real real quick? Do you want to be known as a Christian group, or I mean, just a group that makes you know really dope music?
2: I just want to be known as a really dope group that makes great music. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day. Why put myself in the box when I don't have to? Right. You know, if you want to get to know me personally, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? If you want to figure this thing out, let's figure it out. But at the end of the day, like you said, I mean, you say people listen to the show. Just imagine how many people didn't even know we existed. Right. So they hear the show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it this. We one of the best bands in the city. Yes, sir. But we we not even being booked all the time because guess what? It's not there. You Nobody know, we knows we, that we so that's that support ain't there. So you think about it. Every 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 every, every step is a milestone to yes, us. Yes, sir. You know, this is big right here. Yes, sir. This is gonna change our lives. Like we was the we was just joking about mm. the great day as but I was like, yo, we arrived. We here. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But that's how you gotta look at it. So I mean, I just wanna be known as, yo, these dudes are just great at what they do. Like they're really, really great.
0: But those watching and watching, those listening, this is the best band <laughs> in San Antonio. Don't mistake it. Don't get it twisted. Uh top shelf. We are Top Shelf SA. Yes, you can sir. find them on Facebook, YouTube, the Sound. They got cover charge is now out. Yeah, uh, people can buy it. People can purchase it. It's, or... it's
1: a free download. Uh, you can download on uh, Soundcl- uh, Soundcloud. Soundcloud uh-huh. on Top Shelf SA.
0: Okay, find it on, on Soundcloud, man. And I mean, like I said, this band is phenomenal. And. Before we go, man, I appreciate having you guys here, man. We can get these guys some hand claps, man. These guys yes, are phenomenal. D-Rick uh, and my man John there. Stevens, man. You guys are phenomenal. Uh, before we yes, go, sir. man, before we go to break, man, we got a little bit of time left. Uh, we talk about the music industry. And everybody knows right now Chris Brown and Soulja Boy are, 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 are beefing. Who's going to win,
1: man? Who y'all got? I got my money on C-Breezy. <laughs> All day, every day.
0: Who you got? You got Chris Brown, too? Oh,
1: brother.
2: C-Breezy.
0: I y'all know y'all saw. Soulja uh, Boy uh, the person y'all thinking. Was, that. he was practicing his jazz man he looked like he had some Mayweathers man coming coming
2: <laughs> you see what Rihanna look like that's all I'm going man <laughs> moving forward moving
0: forward man. Man. man I appreciate y'all coming man top shelf yes, we are top shelf SA joining the McCookin Co radio so Jordan McCook I appreciate you guys coming
1: yes, through thanks for having us man man
0: you guys are phenomenal man John Stevens and Derek Henry man Peace. Let me say once more before I go to the hook. This is the radio show of Jordan McCook. Yeah. Radio sit. Go. If you know we are here. It's the book, it's go. It ain't going nowhere. Go, go, go. It's the book. Go. We got a radio song.